it is thought that when the body is straight, the nadis, which are the energy channels, are straight. The energy, the prana, also straightens, and the bindo, who are like seeds of energy, are purified in their own state, whereby also the mind reaches that state of naturalness. So, uh, that is why we adopt this posture. At the beginning, when one starts to practice, then uh, uh, one should keep the posture in that way, without leaning on and onto anything, also without uh, on um, face down, but sitting straight. Also, neither right or left. The body should be very straight, uh, in such a way that the body is kind of self. Uh, established by itself, without taking support on anything else. We need to sit, we cannot really be flying, but so that's why we only need, we, we need to sit, but that would be the only support that we are taking on the base of the body, but any other kind of support should be avoided, and the mm-hmm. body should be sitting. Mm-hmm. Um, so, in neither of these positions, different to the one that is in that posture of being straight, at the beginning we should observe that kind of posture, but that, of course, at some point, then it doesn't matter what posture we take, but at the beginning of the practice we should, uh, we should follow that posture. <coughs> Until you have a meditation driving license, then it doesn't matter what kind of position. Until that, you have to follow the rules. Once you are beyond the rule, the rule is part of you, so you don't need to really follow the exact position, as long as your mind is in the right view. So any kind of position doesn't matter. You can go upside down even better. Cold shower, hot shower, slip up, down, there's no matter, especially in Buddhist teaching, once you have understand the key point of mind, mind essence, and you have, you establish some kind of stability, then the body posture doesn't matter at all. But until that, you have to have kind of a straight and
The reason for that is that at this stage, our mind is uh, very linked to the body. They are like uh, very attached to the body, sticking together. But uh, at some point, if uh, through the practice we are able to separate rigpa, that means the pure awareness, from the um, from from dualistic mind, or then also we become independent of the body. The mind can the rigpa can be sustained in that state of lucidity without any link or any dependence on the body. So at that point, then uh, we don't really need to observe any posture in, uh, at all. But until that happens, then the mind is very linked to the body, so the posture that we adopt will also result in, uh, in a mental state. When I say mind and body separate, that doesn't mean your mind is going some kind of transit to some other place. No, I'm not talking about that. There's a, at the service you have some kind of a pain or subtle pain or some some cloudy, some un, uncomfortable in your body. But in still that kind of framework, you can recognize my nature. So this kind of bodily uneasiness, it will not affect the realization of the mind nature. So you can separate. But right now, because we are attached so much as a feeling, I think the especially modern lifestyle is very much attached on the feeling and the comfort. And the, mainly the feeling and comfort connection with the bodily feeling. So we're trying to fix our body feeling. And so, even though any kind of meditation we're trying to work, also trying to tame the body and to have a, some kind of joy, pressure in the emotional feeling level. So when I say emotion means a kind of feeling, not only the mental thought, more or less yeah, some kind of sensation or vibration in the in the fall, in the bodily feeling. So. So that's why beginning if you sit upright with the right position, then mind is not so much working with the body, because the body is you don't need to take care so much. It will be taken care by itself. So your mind, your energy, no need to fix or oh, breathe here, breathe there, breathe here, relax here, you know, no need to so you can be mind very open and mind can be the own way of opening. No need to walk with your body so much because body is quite okay. Do you understand? So, thing to understand is that the lung is 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 the body is the lung ซึมยาซึมยาตะเลยโยตวะอุนโตตวะตะนี้ดิสุกังกะลุงกะลุงกิเลยเสียวะลากะลุงกะโจตะตะวะตะลุงลุงมังบ่อเรลุงนิติต
the gross body and within are the subtle body elements like the channels they are called nadis and uh, then uh, the energy itself that circulates in the channels is called the prana prana is like the vehicle where the mind moves um, it moves along the body in order to uh, to conduct anything that happens in the body if we move the hand then it is through the mind and through the mind and the energy prana then the hand can be moved so uh, the whole movement of the mind goes along with the circulation of the energy which circulates itself also in turn in the nadis or the channels and then the mind actually is uh, supported by like seeds of energy which are called bindo so there are the three elements which is the nadi prana and bindo the three elements of the subtle body channels energy and seeds of energy and uh, so it is said that when you straighten the body then the nadi straighten up then the 21 uh, the 20 the 21000 pranas in the body also the 21000 pranas in the body also circulate properly as they should and in that way also the bindu which are the seeds of energy that are in, in, included in this uh, prana also reach a natural state when that happens also the mind reaches a natural state and then it can rest naturally wherever it is if you are practicing shamatha then it rests naturally on the present moment if you are practicing and you have recognized rikpa or pure awareness then then the mind can rest naturally on that state of rikpa and that is because of the link with the subtle body sala sana satonda tiki tani ore sore there are uh, seven, 72000 nadis in the body or uh, channels tenuta tenuta do any so i think okay is there of explaining the subtle body subtle body la sum doa sa long tegle ke sum gitala kata So the subtle body is composed by these three elements of nadi, prana and bindu. The gross body is the body that we have which has veins, arteries, nerves and so forth and of course flesh and the intestines so for that that is we're not referring to that gross body we're but they make it hungry over making and then that you want to raise but that they say that how that you how that you say and it's hungry for the other make it enough as a tongue to make it then they do missing it enough as a crumb with a mother and cook it in a deposit hungry then you buy in the around the kitchen the condition you are look from how I want to know how to let it how to buy Mm-hmm. 
The gross body is something that can be seen, can be seen with the eyes, can be also seen with the instruments, but not so with the subtle body. A subtle body we cannot perceive it with the eyes, and also they cannot be perceived with the medical instruments or scientific instruments. They can, I've, I've, I've had talks with scientists, and uh, they go as far as, as knowing that there is some activity of energy in the body, and some results from that activity, but not, they cannot still notice or measure or see the energy that prana that circulates in the body. In the Chinese medicine, and uh, through acupuncture, then there is a relationship with the energy system in the body, because through the application of the needles, then they can guide the energy, and then unblock whatever channels are blocked which are causing certain diseases. So um, <coughs> they know also the results or the activity of the energy, but they cannot uh, see the energy or the subtle body cannot still cannot be perceived by machines or by instruments. In the Tibetan medicine, then the whole concept of uh, disease is very much linked with energy. So uh, there are five main energies and then the branches of these energies up to 21,000. So by different medicines and different treatments, the energy is guided within the body to reestablish the balance and therefore reestablish the healthy state of the body. So energy is known with, uh, it, it can be, uh, can be directed, can be influenced by medicine or by the needles or whatever, but it cannot still be seen with any kind of instrument. <coughs> What I'm talking here is gross body, mental consciousness, in between there's the energy. I'm talking about that. Do you understand? So that energy is combined with like a Nadi, Prana and Bindu. These three things is the uh, is kind of a I don't know how to say the the awake kind of a kind of human life, life force. It's not the mind conscious, but in the body conscious. Body conscious. It's not really like a thinking conscious, but it's in the in the physical 
there's also some kind of conscious in the body to feel. So I think in the modern life we screw up this, we screw up, we, we screwed up this energy. Of course the mind also, but the growth body is quite good I think. Gym, exercise, and the vitamins, all this can help for the growth body. Very good teeth, good eyes, operation, you know, you have extra flesh you can take out. You can do so many things, no wrinkle, you can make a wrinkle. The growth body is doing very well, I think. And in a lot of things, because it's, it's, it's very important. Because our world is apparent world. So the apparent is very important. But then one level down is the energy level. I think that is very, uh, screwed up. The modern, modern lifestyle is not really good for that energy level. Because it's, it's, it's connection with the stress and the wind. And that hot wind went up. There's one special wind because you cannot really keep down here. Go up and go to your head, your neck and your eyes. And you cannot open your eyes. And you cannot open your eyes into the bright sun. And you can look to the people's eyes. You cannot look too long. Immediately you, you feel like scared or fear. And, and that so much power. I cannot look. And then become nervous and the car and become move fast. So all these things, I think there's uh, this, uh, between the consciousness, the mind, and the growth body, there's a subtle, subtle body we call. So I think that tends, or screw up, or upside down in that level. So I think that is very important to fix. So whole dosing, in the dosing area, there's Anuyoga, um, Mahayoga, Anuyoga, Adiyoga, in the, in the vegetarian system. So Anuyoga really works on that. Mahayoga, more like a change the perception. And Anuyoga really talks about each Nadi, China, how you go, how you balance. It has so much teaching on that. So we're not going to talk about it. I just give you some ideas here. So, because I've been teaching around the world about 15 years now. So, last six, seven years ago, I realized in the modern life, I think we have this problem very much, the, the subtle body problem. In Tibet, the growth body is most problem. Subtle body, not so much. Mind is quite okay. Because, because we don't use so much chemical. I'm not sure, this I just thinking, maybe we can check. It is subtle body, if you eat so much tin, tin food, the preservation food, you know, preserve, preservation, preserving kind of chemical is very bad, I think. My, my understanding, my, my feeling. Because after you death, your body will last very long, they say. <laughs> so you can, you can keep one, two weeks still kind of fresh. Because you eat the tin food. In the tin there's a preservation, so it preserves your body after death also. So I think that, and I think, you know, of course, that bindu is connected with uh, consciousness. So when your consciousness so much hoping, fear, thinking, and it gives, intoxicated, the, the mental intoxicated to the bindu and bindu screw up with a wind and then when screw up of a nadi, the subtle body. So somehow, you, oh, you, even you like to rest in the meditation, somehow in between there, 
tight or go up this way, mind cannot hold up, down, body nicely. In the mind, sometimes there's no worry. Mentally, everything is fine. When you look at, this is very important, look at, you check everything. I have a house, I have a husband, I have a wife, I have a children, I have a bank balance, I am quite healthy, my body is good, but there's one level down there unhappy. Something is not caught up. Something is not really like doing naturally bright, naturally awake. No, something is wrong. But when you look at, nothing is wrong. But if you feel like you're wrong. But sometimes, of course, they're wrong. Tangibly, there's a wrong. Because you don't have money to pay your bill. Or you are sandwiched between your mother-in-law or father and mother or sandwiched between the heritage money sister and brother. You want the money, but you like your sister. But sister is too tough. But you also want the, your father's money. But if I against my sister, oh, I'm going hell. But how to do it? You know, of course, there's a tangible problem there also. We have to fix this also. But if you have a tangible problem, you think the meditation will fix you? I don't think so. Wrong way of. But meditation will guide you how to fix. But if you don't, if you don't have enough intelligence, I don't think so. They will fix. But many times we have no. Everything is fine. I don't have a sandwich problem so much. But somehow. Morning will come. I will discuss the life. <laughs> I think the subtle word is from achy, itching, something. Going up in my mind, then when you look at mine, wow, I'm so okay, I'm fine. But you look at your body, you went to doctor, say, check my body, I feel something. Doctor I'm sorry, you're completely fine. And you're not happy. Then you go, 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 go. Finally, you see some strange Chinese medicine. Yes. Oh, you have a problem. I'm so happy. <laughs> Finally, I found some problem. I went all scan, everything, no problem. But now I have a very good doctor, thank you. And the doctor gives you some. Maybe good, maybe no good, I don't know. You never know the alternative things, you know, which is sometimes 100% good, sometimes hanky-panky, you know. <laughs> so you take something. Maybe helpful, maybe not helpful, maybe mind thing oh, a little, okay, slowly, slowly, maybe feel like happy, but not. So that I think this part is very full up, the energy level. Huh? I felt that sometimes. Can you wait for a while? <laughs> so, And and, the, and also the subtle body. I will give you an example. When subtle body tends, so you have to. When the subtle body need to be relaxed, when you meditate also, you have to. You have to communicate the, the consciousness. The six and seven, especially seven, need to cooperate with the, these three: uh, nadi, channel, and bindu. Somehow, mind need to sort of synchronize, 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 
my English becomes worse when I come to the original land of English. Actually, my English is very good in Malaysia. <laughs> People are surprised, you know. Wow, your English is so great. Much better than his English. Same <laughs> thing, because when he speaks or some other translators speak, they don't understand. When I speak, wow, everyone is so happy. <laughs> because I'm at their level. So, when you meditate, actually, shamatha or vipassana, anything, lotion, the bodily, this energy is a little bit screwed up, this body is not unbalanced, so you have to relax this. It's that subtle tense there. The mind, now I'm tense. You meditate. There's some more to go, but no. (laughs) But then the problem is going below zero. We have this problem, black and white. Relax. When you relax means just like this, like going like TV, zoom. Walk, come back like that, walk, and then come back home, relax. Ah. There's no balance in between. Shoop, shoop, like that. This is a problem. Energy unbalanced. So, when you relax, in your, in your walking in the office, check your, when you work, first time you lock here, back, this one, bring in, here. Assemble like that. Oh, thank God. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like this. Yesterday I told you. I give you one example. I think it's very useful for you. But they are boring, very long, two hours example. No j- joking. <laughs> when I was in uh, California, and I did a uh, ten days retreat, a long time ago, about uh, seven years ago, and one of the, our Pundarika member called Marian Clock, and she was in charge of the retreat at that time, and. One day she come to come to me. Would you like to have uh, some, you know, massage? Oh yeah, I like massage very much because you know it's very good. It's good for stupid meditation. So I said, okay, yeah, I like to have it. So then she says, when you like to do it, and I said, anytime. And then she brought the masu. When she brought the masu, I look at the masu. Wow. There's a lady about uh, 50 years old. Very tough. Looking like a little bit short, but quite tough. <laughs> and no smile. I said, hello. I tend to act like Argentina style. Hello. She said, okay, when do you want to do it? <laughs> so I'm a little scared. So I said, oh, tomorrow. <laughs> At that time, I'm quite stupid. I thought, if I have delayed, it will help, but it will not help. <laughs> because tomorrow will come, anyhow. I, but anyhow, I said, tomorrow. And then uh, she says, oh yeah, before, be- food is better. So I give after five o'clock. I'm like, here. Yeah. 
So that tomorrow happened. Tomorrow comes. So I went to my room. There's a two bed here and there. And then she asked me to sleep downly like that. So I slept. But I thought now. Then then I told her actually, and she's quite nice. Actually very nice. And then she's quite. You know, when she comes to the master place, she like open door. Then I feel quite happy. Wow. Now what I want is exactly happening because she's tough. I like strong massage, and she's very strong. So I think it's very good. So I was laid down with a big hope that she will do very good. And then, ten, fifteen minutes later, not doing nothing, sort of. So I thought, I thought, oh. How long you want? I said. I mean, she does, usually she does only one hour. So fifteen minutes already gone. <laughs> so then, <laughs> then, 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 finally she touched a little bit, like no pressing, just uh, with my head. <laughs> so I thought, oh, maybe you know, some must do at the beginning slow, then go deep, deep, then very deep. I was hoping that. Still nothing happened. So I, she says, up. So I up. And then she pulled my le- hand. Slowly, this way. That's where. This I can do. This way. This way. Anybody can do. Up, down. So I was a little fed up by that. It's almost half an hour gone. So, sort of I closed my eyes. In my mind, sort of, why is she doing this? Sort of, I really fed up in my mind, quite strongly fed up. Soon as I fed up, I get some angry, not really angry, some kind of resentment. So, somewhere there, I heard her voice from the other bed. She's already went the other bed, I didn't know. And she says, she called me Rinpoche, I am doing or you are doing. Open eyes, she said. I open eyes. I was laid down. I'm holding my hand like that. <laughs> At the beginning, she told me, relax, wherever I move, you just let it go. Okay, I let it go. But as soon as I this cram here, I think I hold it, the subtle body, inside. Actually, it should drop like that. But I hold it. And I look at, she's there. My hand is like that. Wow, I shocked myself, you know. Actually, I didn't enjoy the massage so much. But it's very great teaching for me, how subtle body works, you know. Mind is already gone. So she immediately feels. She was taking the energy, a little bit, understand? So we have this all the time, I think. So I think this we need to lose. It's very dependent on the mind sometimes. The mind and the uh, Bindu connecting and the channel and the the, the subtle muscles. So I think I think we have to fix this very important to, to any time muscle, any place we hold. Completely bring down. Then after that lose, then there's some like that. So there is the the muscle, the nerve loose, then there is the lung. Energy or wind. Energy or wind. This need to bring down here. Lose. 
Then the energy is pushing up, little down. And sometimes you feel like grok. Like two days, pizza still can smell now. You say grok. Down. Which is quite good for you, but not so good for the around people. So that means there's a, something you lock up. You eat food, and then cook from somewhere there, sit here. So then you sit down, cock, and sometimes you move one, move here, move here, sometimes it will move by itself. That means the wind is circulating. When you're very relaxed, or then sometimes, yeah, sometimes it's like, that means that area you lock for a long time now, relaxing, so it's moving. That actually is very good. Okay? So, that is the posture of the body. And uh, then uh, in, the, in terms of the neck, then it should, the head should not be that is like that, back. No, like this. Not like that also. That's what I'm saying. Should be natural, like if the the head were resting on its own, on top of the spine. Spine,呀，要不坐呀，躺不坐呀，躺开几下的，躺不坐。我听听了，啊，南方去蹲生一点，对的，啊，那个，现在，他就，一直在拉布伦布多啊，对对对，那个，那个，那个，那个，那个，
it has to be very soft, very relaxed. The mind is following totally the breath. And uh, don't don't uh, overdo it, either the breathing or the attention, because otherwise you will get distracted from the breath. Now continue without support. Open the eyes. And breathe through the mouth. And the nose. So we have the mouth and nose. Don't close the, the mouth. The mouth should be open. Uh, slightly open. Tips. Just touch each other. Just slightly tip. Touch. Oh, don't touch also, okay. Mouth, like this. 
can go from mouth, nose, more natural. in the same star called Domen star that you will ask that one shall be behind the Lamazon the mind is like the doorman resting on the present moment and uh, this uh, don't make up anything in the mind like uh, visualization or absolutely don't make any kind of object in the mind but stay in the nowness you stay in the nowness and I'm the career on Antigua Uh, whatever thought happens, do not uh, be led by it or be taken away. In a hagawaiwa. But you know that it's happening.
सकते हो ไม่ใช่มันตัวนี้ไม่ใช่ไม่ใช่ไม่ใช่ไม่ใช่ไม่ใช่ไม่ใช่ไม่ใช่ไม่ใช่ไม่ใช่ไม่ใช่ไม่
very high kind of um, realization master, I think, and very learned also. So he has a gold brother, gold, gold, what do you call Gold bladder, yeah. Huh? Gold? Gold, no, gold bladder. Gold bladder. So that gives him a lot of pain, but he don't want to operate it. Even the king, everybody force him, no, he don't want. Because he don't want to mix up the channel or all these things. So somehow, fortunate or unfortunate, I'm not sure. But he become sort of, you know, when he was a young, he hit his head into the rock or whatever. Because of that, some water leak in the brain. Many, many times leak. Like slowly the water went up and then he become unconscious one day in Bhutan. So, but it's very funny, when he is unconscious, I think a lot of story, when he come out, he's unconscious on the surface, but in deep down he didn't unconscious. And people see him, he's chanting. But you talk to him, he don't understand. But he is like that. Mala holding. But then, you know, no choice. So, they took him to Bangkok. Cut. Cut, take out. At the same time, because Bhutan is a kingdom, King Otto take out this also. <laughs> he did operation, two operations one time. <laughs> so now he's very healthy and he's very happy. And he's asking now people to do operation. <laughs> I'm sort of, sort of surprised that, you know, he, when I was there he said, no, operation is very bad for uh, saloon practice. Mm-hmm. practice. But it seems yeah. like it didn't affect him. So, I don't know. So he was thinking it will affect, but his experience it didn't affect. So he's very happy. No gold bladder and not water in the head. So healthy now. And before he told me that day, this gold brother give him so much good thing, he says, because he don't want to do so much things. And he has a very good excuse. Oh, he's always sleeping. And the king asked him to do this. Asked, oh, yes, see. You know, he says this is very good teacher for him. It's painful, a reminder of, of impermanent, and also very good excuses. Now, no. But for him, and what, at that time what he mentioned is, if you do, like a six yoga of Naropa, a lot of, uh, what do you call, exercise, bindu, channel practice, then he says maybe not so good if you do so many operations. And if you do turkle practice in the Dzogchen, there's one texture and turkle. What we are teaching here is texture. Turkle, I'm not teaching. So, turkle, there's a lot of vision, also a lot of subtle things, a lot of, and that might affect him, he says. But since like for him, it didn't affect at all. So, I'm not really sure whether it's right or not. It might take a very long time at all. I, um, I think I find it easier to do meditate shamatha without an object. Mm. But now I'm wondering if what I'm doing is, instead of using one object, is using a series of objects in the meditation. So you're wondering? Yes. It is... Is that med- is that shamatha with an ob- with just a series many of objects or, or without? Many objects object means what? Um, coming back to 
uh, movement to sound to say an emotion in my body, fear in my body. Um, so keep changing yeah. while you're doing. Yeah. So that actually is you're learning more like uh, learning the mindfulness rather than uh, shamatha abiding. So it's a special training for mindfulness. So wherever mind goes, you you know mindfulness and a little bit of uh, awareness. ネパシラミドはネパネパチラネゴネパチネパチラネゴネパチマンゴポナヤポヨマレソンタンボカポナディディグレイナダダデモランソンネパジャヤゲテンディディグレイネパジャンニロヨラネパデネパヤハゴ
It could be said some sort of shamatha, but it's more like uh, what was happening with the other question. Because uh, it's, it's not that you're sustaining a continuity of stillness. You're, you're by thinking on, on giving and taking on tongue then, then there's mindfulness and knowingness happening. There's not so much this continuity of stillness going on. So, but that's all right. You can do it. But if you want to do tonglen as perfect hine, then you, you need to have, you need to know mindfulness and awareness plus continuation of giving and taking. Otherwise, if you are just doing Tonglen and your mind is totally into the giving and the taking, you are developing the qualities that arise from the practice of Tonglen, but not particularly the qualities of Shamatha. You have to have cognizance that knows that you are doing Tonglen that you're giving and taking. So apart from giving and taking, there's also that awareness, that cognizant aspect of shamatha that uh, should be present. And in that way, then, you will also develop the qualities of shamatha apart from the qualities of Dokchen. So this is uh, this clarity, this cognizant aspect that knows what is happening that's at that very, moment. Very important as a Buddhist practice. There's a... There's a Self-knowing, there's a self-noticing, self-reflecting on you while you're doing, that you know what you're doing. There's a knower that you are doing, there's one mind that see your mind. One mind seeing your mind what you do, that kind of mindfulness, is, no, awareness is there. Then I think very good. That's a self-cognizance, that, that uh, knowingness of itself, no? that, that you're knowing what you're doing. That aspect, that clarity, is that which will turn into uh, transcendent knowledge. And uh, we're not talking at this point that you're knowing emptiness, but you're knowing what you're doing, you're knowing what's happening. In this practice we're doing with Jay, where we have the eyes open, how should the eyes rest? I'm a bit confused as to whereabouts the visual focus is or whatever. I will speak that also, but uh, eyes rest in the space, not looking in a particular place, and also not out of focus and not dull. So it's a little difficult because we always look on the object and the space is not an object of looking. There's no focus, but just there is the beauty of looking in eyes. And you're a little bit like this. Yeah. Uh, 
Not all. One of them. Eyes like that. Yeah. Very well, like a, about 360 degree. Not completely, but as much you can go after here. Not like this. No point. And not like dull, like out. Not like fuzzy. But you see, but not really point. What you're looking is space. Yeah. So openness. Okay? So it's like uh, panoramic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The more you can live eyes as a panoramic without fuzzy. Okay. It's okay. Yeah. Now. But one day it doesn't matter. Eye doesn't matter. Okay. Eye doesn't matter. Position doesn't matter. Anything doesn't matter. Where you doesn't matter. Actually, where is a difficult place is the best practice for Dzogchen. The best practice of Dzogchen is in business. Busy, yeah, five cents, so much happening. Then go there. <laughs> then keep, okay. Let's five cents. You do what you want. I do my way. You go, you go. Don't go, don't go. Never mind. Little bit like a yuppie style. Thank you. Okay, last question. You have a question? Okay. Well, with the busyness, should you be... What? When, when you're in busyness, okay. should you uh, be completely um, aware of that busyness or should you be slightly sort of reticent and slightly withdrawn from the busyness? Okay. You're not talking about integration, no? We're talking about more the practice. Are, are your main goal is to the, the busy, how to handle the busy, or are your main goal is how to be, handle your meditation? Med- meditation. Okay, that's easy, no problem. But the, the integrating that part is very difficult. It is at, at now, at the Shamada time. In Dojin time, it should be very easy. But now, because you're blocking, either you do walk, or you meditate. There's no, it's very difficult to synchronize because you have one mind. So one mind is blocking on the object of busy or bring in the stillness of shamatha. So shamatha practice is very difficult to, what do you call, integrate while you're meditating and doing so many things is very difficult. So based on shamatha, で、彼氏なんてくれ、考えたら転機、神経、頭で、神経が抜けにえ、これ。神経が抜けにえ、そうしよう。で、に、え、アウェアネスなんてくれ、ちょっとリドーチなんてくれ。で、に、神経が抜
the continuity of stillness uh, in that case. So it, if you're able to do both, that's fine. Otherwise, it's uh, better to withdraw and to, to emphasize the stillness of shamatha. So more likely, you know, busy is your five senses sucked into the object most of the time. There's a different kind of busy. But mental busy, then it's different. But the sense busy is more like you're sucked into the object. Mental busy is not really sucked in the object. It's just, it's just running one thought, another thought. Okay? So at that time, I think that this one is a little better. The knowing, more like mindfulness of knowing, and there you go. And then that this physical suck, like so many sounds, so many things, so many pictures, so many tastes, so many things, so many thoughts. Then you literally bring in, and then rest, and there you go. Understand? <clears throat> but this time, is, if you do that, I think you will become a little bit slow motion, and your walk is a little bit down. For example, you are talking with one client, for example, you know, talking, talking, and then client is too much taking your energy, then you, you, you some other factors, you become a little in, relaxed, and your conversation goes something wrong, and your client thinks, what happening to this person? <laughs> Because it's, uh, oh yes, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? What? Because what means already out. So, here, works inside. It's very difficult, shamada problem. This is a shamada problem. And, and the top vipassana, those don't have this problem. If you do well. So within that, there's emptiness. And you can talk, you can listen, but there's a state, non-dual state there. And within that, you can do it. Because this is the mind you're walking, you don't have a two minds. So either you, you know, either, either you walk this, or either you do this. And actually, shamatha without support is slightly better, if you can do very well. Because you just now need, and then things come, just pass, talk, pass. Shamatha without support can do if you have a very fine shamatha without support. Other than that, it's difficult. Either you serve, either out. Whether you stay here, but the things come, you caught up, or you have to cut that, you have to stay in the between. Okay, last question. Question uh, from yesterday's teaching. Mm-hmm. Um, you said that the the normal healthy mind is single confused, and then there was something about double confused, and mm-hmm. I frankly am confused. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not quite quite sure what. Um, mm-hmm. what I'm, I'm trying that. to explain about the word confusion. Right. The word of confusion we are in now we are using is that this is we're using that. Confused person means not normal person. That means, suppose we are normal. And then we say, he or she confused person. He has so much confused means not normal. So now I use confusion is a normal person as a confusion. But this confusion, you should not think we are bad. But when you look at everything is not, what, what you see is not real. We are confused. 
you look at cup, actually this is not really cup. The real cup is not that. But it's seeming this is a cup. But we respect this is a cup because it's relatively it's a cup. But you look at the really nature of the cup, you cannot find. What is the cup? This is, this is, everything take part. You look very carefully, examine, you cannot find. You cannot find me. You cannot find yourself also. You cannot find your head. Someone comes, chop my neck. Sonia Rumbaji is dead. No more. Oh, Sonia Rumbaji's head is rolling. My head. Then chop head four pieces. Head gone. You cannot find Sonia Rumbaji's head. Oh, poor Sonia Rumbaji. One here, air is rolling on. Chop four pieces, air. Oh, air also gone. So you look at everything. You cannot find anything that is exactly like this. But apparently, yeah, this is like that. Of course, it's like that in that level. When you look, search everything, you cannot find anything. So that's why everything is, the essence of everything is emptiness. And what you see, the phenomena, is wrong perception based on natural clarity clings, subject and object. And we, karmic phenomena, all this, and we see this, our world, as world. But this is not the reality it is. Itself. But this is a conventional relative reality which Buddha called is confusion, confused state. But this is not double confused. Sense? It was your question, no? Is this your question? More or less. Is I answer according to your question? The, the peak of Vipassana practice and the Dzogchen, they meet. They meet at that point. When Vipassana has reached the culmination of the practice, at that, that point then it meets Dzogchen, Dzogchenbo. So, uh, at the level of shamatha, we were still on the view, conceptual view. Now, what we have to do is to realize the non-conceptual view. So, non-conceptual view So, what do we need for, uh, for that, for the non-conceptual view? Uh, we have to realize emptiness, but emptiness cannot be understood by conceptual mind because of concept. And uh, as long as our cognizance is conceptual, that means to say, this belongs to the conceptual mind. As long as that cognizance is conceptual, it is within the structure of subject and object, and within that structure, emptiness cannot be realized. Therefore, we have to transcend that conceptual mind in order to cognize emptiness. Is it enough to practice, uh, to, uh, is it enough uh, to, uh, is the practice of shamatha enough to realize uh, emptiness? No, it's not enough. Shamatha te 
Chulu Mangula Yores, Samatha is a practice that is shared by many spiritual traditions. It's not really unique to the Buddhist tradition. Many spiritual traditions practice samatha, such as the Hindu tradition and others. There is practice in all these traditions in which you are looking for peace, you are uh, developing non-thought, developing a state of peace, of relaxation. That is the practice of shamatha. But the state of non-thought alone does not mean emptiness. When we say non-thought, it also says non-concept. The the words sound similar, but it does not mean that just by that alone, then that means emptiness. ยุลามาทวานําตัวยังมาเลยปะดุบายังมาเลยปะเอ่อคนจะได้เห็นนี่ทุกคนนี่นําไปเสพติดคนนี้เอ่อสมทุกคนนี่นําไปเสพติดส
when you stay at the doorman and you know you sit at the door and most of the time you can handle it no problem but some two occasion is very difficult to handle by somebody without support for example in the in, in our in our mind i think 70% of our thought and emotion will handle by can purify it or liberate by samadha with or without support but 20% cannot this 20% is either you have so many thought coming at the same time into your mind samadha will cannot handle one sandwich sandwich thought the sandwich is the tomato and egg pressed by butter uh, bread that kind of very strong thought also cannot handle by samadha okay for example so you stay at the door and normally people come go european people come go no problem you know but suddenly there's one chinese tour bus came at the same time one indian bus came from india the two bus arrived almost same time to entering into the hotel they don't respect line <laughs> and they don't wait for the answer and question one by one all these people grab come same time to the dorm and asking same time where's bathroom where's the coffee shop how to bus trying to explain the dorm and sit there breathe in breathe out okay breathe in then too much asking it cannot talk out too much carry on so many things happen and then also one small group of argentinian people came also ye pasa kiss him also so many things happen so it time to explain it time to do prayer it time to shamata the support without support chanting the mantra clap inside the two this two two actually two is big one is half indian chinese argentina grab and he trying to operate so much he cannot he fend it the doorman gone okay we have so many thought at the same time coming impossible to handle by samata with without support you have to have some other method you have to upgrade your method also and then one single thought like a sandwich kind of strong thought is like that so doorman next day he wake up he take shower everything he went check up the heart is okay so he got job back so he stayed there <laughs> stayed there and he look at far this one strange man sort of pointing him he just sort of that man is coming close or close or five five come close wow that man is wearing leather piece and piece some area is uh, flesh some area leather and so much muscle and the cut here half and like a knife and the pen right up there all like nothing here in middle is like a knife and some pink and red and the muscle boom 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 and i don't know maybe he put some oily or maybe by like that so shining also so when black some chain you know some chain on the breast 
he thought maybe he's just going there, but somehow it's coming directly to him. So maybe he thought, no, I'm, I don't have any enemy, you know, nothing. I don't think so he's doing to me. But coming close, close to him, and eyes are directly looking to the doorman. Coming close, then, he, then he's sort of scared. Oh, maybe I need to practice Yamata with support. <laughs> coming more close. And he thought, oh, maybe not. I think I need to occupy it. I need to do some other with support. <laughs> Quite close. Oh, instead looking at me now, mark some of the flesh. So, wow. I think it's really to me. Then he thought, oh, no, no, I need to take refuge. <laughs> Coming more close. Then to maybe I need to do Tonglin or mantra, whatever. And maybe I need to wrathful mantra. But still coming more close. What to do? Huh? So anything you to try, you're aware of yourself. Everything, mindfulness, uh, alertness, stillness, everything you do, still that man come, grab neck, take into the some other place. You're aware. While you're taking, you're still chanting. Oh no, 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 no. Okay, breathe in, breathe out. No choice. So whatever the best method you're trying to do in Shamata with support, without support, you are failed. So the problem is, you exist. The problem is, doorman exists at the door. The problem is, meditator exists. The problem is, me is against him with the, what do you call, the object of the short guy. He exists, I am exists, I am trying to apply the method. So me is preventing from there, I am being nigh now, I don't want to be distracted. Oh, thought comes because I need to be, I need to put, do, I need to do nicely, staying in the nowness, breathing, I want to practice, so the watcher, I is still there, the meditator is there, so we have to destroy the meditator. I will destroy the meditation, meditator, instead of the laser door. Laser door, and set up the automatic mission answer. And any question you put one button, yes, oh, coffee shop is right there. Can you wait for a while? Yes, the bus will leave after four o'clock. So, no problem. There's nothing there but operating. You go in, doors open. And if you have a question, you can put button, can call. So we have to upgrade. The problem is the doorman stay there and everybody go there. Okay? So, that. You understood the example and the meaning both, no? The meaning of the example then, uh, uh, yeah. sure, because, uh, the case of the buses would be like a proliferation of thoughts, you cannot deal with that. And the, in the case of the big man would be like a very strong... Sandwich thought, sandwich problem. That's clear? Both clear? Hmm. 
No solution. Solution is upgrade. That I will talk now. Electric door. Yeah, electric door is double symbol. I'm I'm trying to prepare that. This is a platform of solution where you can dance. That's why I say 70% of problem can solve. Minor thought, breathe in, breathe out, gone. Little bit, ah, uh, um, gone. Little bit, hope and fear, handled by Shamada, no problem. But there's two problems. Too many thought and one strong thought cannot handle by Shamada. Because you are againsting. So what you're againsting is, is too strong and you lose because something is there. It is not there, whatever you go, you cannot against space. Whole day you're trying to hit space, at the end you'll get tired, nothing. <coughs> How do you going to... If whole day I trying to chop the space, I cannot, I'm quite stupid actually. But if I can chop this mic, but not now. No? <laughs> so if something is there, so you can do it. But there's nothing, it's emptiness, cognition, just empty, nothing to can. And nothing can harm you. So in order to realize the non-conceptual view, we have to first talk about um, mind and mind essence. Mind would be the regular dualistic mind and then mind essence. Then to any simply, namsi so jig dani, ni lavzoa, and a simple in the candela say your sana, trupa, dumba, jebatela sem say your is, jebate, sem active maimba, trupa dan dumbake, any tene jile yumiki, sem tela say your is. So by mind, or uh, the regular dualistic mind, then uh, what is meant is the three last consciousness of the eight consciousnesses, then there's the sixth, seventh, and eighth. But the eighth consciousness is actually not active. So mainly, by mind we mean the sixth and the seventh consciousness. That, that is the function of these two consciousnesses. Same scenario, consciousness scenario, how scenario, karenatukhanga, so whether we say consciousness or we say mind we might also say intellect. They all of these terms apply to the sixth and seventh consciousness. Tadata ani dupate tang dumbani the kandechen deyosena kapha kondeyores edechen. So uh, at this point, that uh, sixth and seventh consciousness, the way they operate is always outward. So it's like this. Hello. Like this. Always a little bit bent. Our six and seven a little bit bent with the sixth sense. And the past 
The reason why the sixth and seventh consciousnesses operate outward is uh, is due to what we are bringing from past lifetimes, but also within this lifetime, then we built up this habitual pattern of always focusing outward with this um, uh, sixth and seventh consciousness. At the very moment of birth, a child, some people say that a child, in the, in the, in the teachings of Dzogchen, it is said, some, some teachings of Dzogchen say that uh, a newly born child, uh, his mind or his or her mind remain in a state of uh, Rigpa. The only problem is that that state of Rigpa is not recognized. But that state itself is a state of uh, pure awareness. Some other teachings also within Dzogchen say that that is not a state of Rigpa, it is a state of uh, uh, the sixth consciousness, which is at that point free of thought, and uh, it's not really a state of Rigpa. Consciousness not not manipulated by seven of seven ego. Just see. So. Um, yeah, although these teachings are found in Dzogchen, I feel that maybe the 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 second possibility is more true, that the child does not rest in a state of Rigpa, but rests more in, a, or rather it stays in the state of uh, the Sixth Consciousness. That uh, state has no thought process at all, but still it can perceive everything through the senses. All the senses are awake, they are perceiving sounds and forms and whatever, uh, but there is no uh, thought process, there is no grasping, there is no I like this or I don't like that or this is good, or this is bad. Nothing is happening. Nothing like that is happening on the newly born, mi- uh, born mind. 
So you look at child's eyes, it's very pure. Children's eyes, and your eyes is completely different. Because you mind and eyes is go out. And the children, the, the child is just there with a the clear, not sucked into. Now our eyes, only like zoop, not only out, twist some more, zoop, like that. Our eyes is like that. Or either we trying to do something, make dull, dull, just wake up, sort of. So, the children is not out, not in, in between, so clear, so pure, so clear, so, so I think you can see, you know, our mind is like that now. Not like that, so let's go with the five, ten mental thought, always moving, almost like a Tibetan prayer flag. Tibetan prayer flag is wherever wind comes, blow that way. There's no principle. The principle is, the prayer flag's principle is wherever wind comes, I go. That is the principle. Going this way, go this way, going this way, that way. So right now our mind is carried by the five sense, thought, anything happen, like a going into follow after the guest, end up in the restroom. So that kind of mind, out, 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 out. So you can see, I have a, also two children, and uh, I look at my my children, and it's really funny, you know, but my, but you know, at first they don't, they don't know how to grasp, grasping. So, the moment, moment of they, they know how to grasp, wow, you feel so great. Actually, they're learning how to grasping. But you, you encourage them to grasp more and more. And then sometimes children relax, and you thought, oh, maybe there's something wrong with my children. So you bring some strong noise thing. <laughs> ah, you think, wow, very alert. So great. And then, you know, some parents, you know, have a, exactly the same time they're born. Same month, same day. And then sometimes their parents meet together, and then they talk about. I don't know why my children, you know, is kind of show out, show to the other parents. I don't know, really, he knows, she knows, but she pretends. I don't know why my children is really, you know, picking up things and holding things and trying to chew things. What is that, you know? And then other parents think, hmm, my child is not doing like that. My child is still relaxed. What is happening? Maybe something wrong with my child. And that parents go back home and bring noisy things and more light, more tasty things and trying to wake up. And children just laugh. And then once the exercise is quite good and next I come. Actually, I didn't notice but my child also does something. You know, the, the next day they meet each other. The parents meet next time, and then the, which 
before they feel bad about their child and then after training went back and then lied to the other parents. Actually when I back I went back I look at my child. Actually, you know, I didn't notice but he or she also does like that. Actually bullshit is other. There's no really lying or whatever. But what we are teaching is to teach more more grasping, more alert, more mind going out things and then when you are in a school also out. When you're in the work also out. When you're doing the family life also out. Everything there's no knowledge about how to look in. Whole knowledge about how to out. How to make out things nicely. Nothing check. You never talk to your children when they get really angry and oh no. Look at your mind. Parents never teach look at your mind. Who is the angry? Relax. We never thought about how to break between six to seven. And we don't have this knowledge also. If we, the child, because we learn and immediately they grasp and they decide it and they throw it and then there's no way to educate on the seven. Only education on seven is this. You know, beat. All days. Nowadays, beat by mouth. Psychological bit. Before bit by psychologically nice, but bit by stick. But now oh, beating by stick is so bad. It's really cruel. It's cruel also. But some some parents are crazy. All day parents are maybe not that crazy. <coughs> but then you you talk to very psychologically. Like one time I was coming from New York to San Francisco. It takes about four hours. At the back of my seat. There's a father and a daughter. Daughter is about 11 years old, I think, 11, 12. And from New York airport to San Francisco airport, the father is keep talking and the child is cry all the way. What he talk is very smooth, nice, but whatever he talk, she says something and he shall, you're not responsible. They're supposed to know to do that. If you do that, it's against this and that. And you do that, you're not good for your future. You have to be responsible for your future. You know. So the child lost all the charisma, charisma, basic joy, because there's no uh, what do you call uh, chaotic. Because adults worry is transmitting into the young child, you know, like a 40, 50 years people worry, it's time to transmitting into the young innocent child. And she, the child is enough to understand. It, of course, child has a lot of charisma sometimes, bang here, bang there. When it's bang there, immediately father says, no, you should not do this. If you do this, it's no good. And then she cries. When she crying, he don't hug anything. He still keep going. Keep going, keep going. Ah, I was so sad. She's crying, 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 crying. I think it's not healthy at all. I think when she grow up, I think she will be a little bit correct. And she can, she can find mental unbalance, I think, so much. Overloaded, worry, unhappy inside, everything. So it's like a, this way of beating. Psychologically 
beating is very strong. So actually, you know, you want to be your child good, but sometimes wrong method. You know, when I was in Tajijong, my teacher beat me many times by stick, mala. Really, I'm, I was so happy that I, I, I've been beaten. Otherwise, but his psychological so healthy. He gave full love. When he beat, sometimes he beat with the laughing. Really. But only is be beat because I need to, I need to get a pain. Physical pain, then I will do good. But the mental as well, sometimes he's just laughing. Sometimes he chants mantra and he beat. He chants Om Rathasa Samaya because beating Tulgu, beating Rumbuche is no good, bad karma, but he have to beat. <laughs> really, sometimes he, not for me, that I, I'm not that naughty, I'm, I was quite naughty, but not extreme naughty. I was, one Rumbuche, he's very naughty, and sometimes the Rumbuche, he beat Rumbuche, the teacher, three times per stage, then beat. <laughs> Really, it's no joke. And in my life, it happened like that. So he beat by Mala. Sometimes he, then after beating, he go there and chant Ombudsman Samanubala story. But he beat because, wow, sometimes whole red. Winter time, they beat so painful because one mark here. But then, then you, I mean, the discipline is that way discipline. But in the mind, very love, caring, he washed my clothes, make food, and he never beat me because of I did something wrong to him, which is very healthy, I think. He never beat me because of his problem. He never did bad thing because of I make him unhappy, his personal things. Never. If I do his personal things, you don't mind. Sometimes I climb up him, sometimes, you know, we, you know, clock, watch, we, because we have to study until nine o'clock. So sometimes watch one hour <laughs> uh, uh, earlier. So he has a big clock, slowly change, okay, uh, sleep. One, one hour earlier. Sometimes he knows that it's no problem, it's cheating him. So sometimes we do breaking his calf, only never ever is okay. But if I don't study as according to the Dharma, then he beat with a smile sometimes. Sometimes a little bit angry. So when I look at like that, so whatever he's doing it to me, it's not like I'm, uh, I, I didn't please him. But many times, I mean, uh, uh, I mean, uh, our life, we are very busy, and sometimes we just, you know, we're nice. Oh, you look, you watch TV, you know, mommy brought, uh, papa brought, very nice cartoon. And actually, they're tired of the children. The mama and daddy need more relax. So, but in the mouth, oh, honey, how are you? I brought cartoon. Actually, watch this. Shut up. <laughs> Don't bother me. But no, oh, no, you want this, you know, I like, I bought, it's a lot of like, showing something doing good to you. If you are really your child, you don't need to say it, just keep like that. But it's a long explanation, much more than Argentinian explanation. No, it's okay. <laughs> so, it's like a credit, credit, 
credit to the what you're doing to your child, also playing game, kind of credit to, to you, to your child. So child understand. I mean, this day everybody is so smart. You know, there's a lot of uh, emotionally war happening, but other one know, you know, and trying to make sandwich. If you are very good on sandwich, you will win. You don't know how to create the sandwich problem, you will lose. This kind of, uh, what do you call, century we are now. So you are making sandwich to your children. And, and actually this man from New York to uh, San Francisco, what he plays is sandwich things to her. Whatever she says, and then she cries. Because logically, he's right. But his, his logic is very tough, the adult logic using to a young child. And she's quite smart. She thinks about that, oh, actually it's true. But she doesn't feel like that. It's young. The heart doesn't feel like that. When the heart is shaking to the head, head thinks, oh, that's true. Then what to do? It's contradiction here. And you lost joy, charisma, gone. <coughs> Sorry. So all these things, the whole problem is our mind is sucked out. So we have to come back to the nature of the mind, the basic clarity, natural mind. So you go out, 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 out. Then age of 45, you realize you lost home, the mental home. And age of 45, you screw up and you realize that going back takes long, long time. If I continue like that, I think it's not healthy and very scary at that time. Because I still say age 45 because I'm not yet dead. When I become age 45, I will change to 60. <laughs> Close to that. No, it's just a timing like that, you know. Until that, you have so much ambition, going, 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 out, out, out. Then one day you know everything. There's nothing. What you're expecting is not really what it is. Coming back, long way, habit already. Going more like that is not healthy. So what do you do? Lost. Feel sad, fear, unhappy, exhaust. And then... then so that whole thing is going out that way is the problem. So we need to come in, come in, then see. Out seeing is not so good. Come come back, knowing the emptiness, then from here look at, from different dimension, different dimension, something like that. So that then the time we travel, the same time same thing goes, same thing here is, same thing that then there is, capacity. So again, uh, going back to mind and mind essence, then the mind, the dualistic mind, functions in that way. It's always outward. So far, I'm talking about dualist mind story. concept. Ripple line, you're the kind of ripple, 
And the mind essence is uh, still we are not talking about having recognized mind essence, we are just defining mind essence through concepts. Mind essence is uh, Rigpa, and as we said yesterday, there are the three qualities of the ground, which is empty essence, natural clarity, and their indivisibility. So that is what Rigpa is. Rigpa is a piece of the ground, is a piece of Buddha nature. It's not, uh, it's a matter of, uh, of uh, dimension or length, uh, of, of, it's a piece of Buddha nature. Within Rigpa, all the qualities of Buddha nature are totally perfect and included. And if we talk about Rigpa and Buddha nature, it's only a matter of uh, Buddha nature being more vast than Rigpa because Rigpa is just a piece of Buddha nature. But all the qualities of Buddha nature, these three qualities, are totally perfect within Rigpa. Mm-hmm. If we are uh, to experience the ground, then in order to experience and realize the ground, we must first rely on the view. And then through the view, we recognize the ground, and through meditation, we can extend that recognition. And in that way, then we can cover the whole experience of the ground. The view is the path. So, same thing, same thing goes. So, terminology, I same thing, 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 So, please retain this uh, terminology. Uh, we say mind and mind essence. Mind is conceptual mind. Mind essence is Rikpa. So it's mind and mind essence, or regular mind and mind essence, then then it's conceptual mind and Rikpa would be all these terms we will be using indifferently. And there's also Rikpa and Marikpa. Rikpa being uh Marikpa being the opposite means ignorance or not recognition of the ground. Rikpa being the opposite of Marikpa. Marikpa being the opposite of Rikpa. So Rigpa is the opposite. Sometimes I will repeat two times, two times. It will stay more. Rigpa is the opposite. My setup of my repeating, but you will appreciate when you go home. Rigpa is the opposite of Marikpa, and Marikpa is the opposite of Rigpa. So Rigpa is the opposite of Rigpa. Rigpa is the opposite of Rigpa. Rigpa is the opposite of Rigpa. Rigpa is the opposite both Rigpa and Marikpa apply to uh, this natural clarity or cognizance of the essence of mind. Um, 
when that natural clarity cognizes its own empty essence, that is Ritva, is that cognizance, it's cognizant of its own empty essence. When it does not cognize its own empty essence, then that is Maripa, it's the absence of recognition or non-recognition of that essence, and then that cognizance is taken over by the conflicting emotions, that is the conceptual and dualistic mind. But both of these are based on that natural clarity or cognizance of the mind. Recognition of its own empty essence is Rikpa. Non-recognition of its own empty essence is Marikpa, which is conceptual cognizance. Non-recognition. Marikpa. So, ตาเตละตาคาซุนเซวานาจิจิกบาเรตาเรกเตโตคาเรเรกาซุนตองบานิเรกาเรตองบานิเซนคาเรเจอร์เซนะตาญัมซุเลนดุจิกาซุโลเ
any mental creations here. When we say that the natural clarity cognizes emptiness, it does not mean that, it means that then natural clarity and emptiness are totally in union, totally indivisibly united. If we say that natural clarity is cognizing emptiness, then that means that that emptiness cognized by natural clarity is conceptual. Actual cognizance of natural clarity, of its own emptiness, is when it's totally indivisible unity of emptiness and clarity. And that unity is what is called unobstructed compassionate energy, the third quality. That is a very important point and that has to be clearly understood because if it's not so, if it's not clearly understood, then it's very difficult to realize properly this non-conceptual view. And if you don't realize non-conceptual view, there's no chance to realize emptiness. And if you don't realize emptiness or openness or space, the same thing, you will not chance to elaborate ego fixation. So there's, because of that, you will not really uh, liberate the <coughs> grasping, glue, clinging, fixation. So still keep going. Still dharma is keep going. So that's why Milarepa sometimes says you know, to Buddha, Milarepa is one great yogi. It's kind of poem, like a Milarepa Gasanji Latini, kind of Dujalava, Dujalava to Mare, Chur Tangdunji, and a Sunsun, and the Mami Mamu Gogortangi, maybe on the Totu Nevat and the Karakere is Sanja. Sanja is Sanja, Sanja is Sanja, Sanja is Sanja, Sanja then <laughs> teachings that are of figurative meaning, some other teachings of direct meaning, you have confused everybody with your teachings. Why didn't you teach directly the absolute meaning? So, but of course Buddha was teaching, what you said, Buddha was teaching in so many different ways in accordance to the capacities of all the people who were receiving the teachings for them to use the teachings properly. But in any case, Milarepa just, uh, in a poem, in a, Milarepa, good man, in, a song, in one of the Vajra songs, then he was kind of scolding Buddha in that way. I think it's kind of love scolding, not hated scolding, I think, I hope not. We have not completed the, what has to be said about Rigpa because all the rest of the retreat will deal with this aspect, with Rigpa. The heart of the whole retreat is the recognition of that Rigpa, or that means the essence of mind. It is a recognition 
of Rigpa, then the way that that recognition is sustained, that continuity of the recognition is sustained, and then the way that through that recognition liberation occurs, all these things are to be seen yet in the retreat. So, so I will stop now. So, uh, we have seen what is Rigpa and that we have to recognize Rigpa. So, when we meet again, we will talk about how we have to do in order to recognize Rigpa. Sonam de tam de de wani tam ne ne de dana pam de ne de ka na je balan to baye se be do le do wan do yo by this method may we open omniscient then having defeated the enemies wrong doing May we liberate my grace from ocean of existence, from the storm, from the earth, from the ocean, from the sickness, and death.